Welcome to the One Speed MMA podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're doing this a little late this week. Um, so if you see this and you enjoy it, we'd appreciate a, a nice share. Um, we think that doing it a little bit later might cause some issues with our numbers, but we don't know. Yellowstone and uh, taxes got in the way of that and not feeling the best yesterday. Tax season. How you feeling now? You feeling all right? I am. I do. I, f- I feel phenomenal. I actually uh, played soccer Saturday, my first outdoor game ever, mostly play indoor. I got got the George Washington. What's the George Washington? Game winner. The, jo- the GW, Ooh. George W. You crossed the Delaware, did you? Mm-hmm. So lots of lots of news this week in MMA. There was a there was a there was a lot. The fight card I actually liked it, but it kind of highlights some of the problems the UFC's having. Um, one, uh, people popping for substances still, which oh, it's going to yeah. happen for a little bit, uh, and then also just injured fighters. To be fair, to be fair, uh, not Tony Ferguson's fault. This was blood cl- blood clots in his lungs, not. Not like an, a training too hard or anything like that. Other than that, I actually thought it was a pretty pretty fun card, um, at least for being free, 50 free. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the, the card itself from, from top to bottom was actually really good. Um, one of my favorite fights, one of the things that I kind of expected, but one of my favorite fights and fighters, John Dodson, I expected him to come in and have a really good showing. Manny Gumbrian, nothing against him, um, who apparently doesn't seem to go by Manny anymore. Um, whatever his actual the pronunciation is, seems to be what he goes by. But uh, 47, 48 second finish. Um, they talked like 90 significant strikes in that amount of time. Like just absolutely ridiculous what John Dodson can do. And the thing is, is with how fast he is and Dominic Cruz coming off of a bunch of leg injuries, this would be the time for him to actually be able to to bump up to 135 and have a good chance at that belt. Well, he's not going to get that right off the bat. Would you prefer to see he's going to get a he's going to get one of two shots. He'll either get Mighty Mouse again. He wants to fight. no well no, or he, he's gone up at the division. TJ Dillashaw. I think he gets Dillashaw. What would you rather see? Um at this very moment, I would like to s- I'd like to see him fight Dillashaw again because yeah. he knocked out Dillashaw. And I mean, it was just, he really didn't look. Dillashaw has come a long way uh, mimicking Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see someone as fast as Dodson and see what happens. I mean, and obviously, Dodson has enough power and enough precision to actually cause damage. Unlike another, and he's explosive a lot of for that weight class, too. I mean, they're all really quick and explosive, but he has, he has power, I think, even at 135 because the first time they fought was at 135. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would like to see that fight again. I think TJ's improved. TJ is the most improved fighter over the last two years, except for maybe Robbie Lawler. I think I'd still give the edge to TJ because TJ went from losing tough, which I guess Lawler got boot, booted, but, I mean, <laughs> losing tough to being like looking like a world beater if Dominic Cruz didn't exist. Yeah, no. He needs a Tanya Harding situation for him to get back on top. <laughs> Someone to take out Dominic Cruz's leg. He needs to find a mob boss. <laughs> hey, it, it could work. Not really. You wouldn't even need a mob boss. You would actually maybe just need a Tanya lackey. Harding. You just need a lackey. Tanya Harding could no, do it. No, her boyfriend or her security guard. Yeah. Yeah. You it wouldn't even have to Harding be somebody that tough. You just have to get a hold of his knee. Um, biggest letdown of the fight, Bangbosa. Sad. Um, looked really good striking in the first and then just couldn't stay off his back. So obviously he's got to work on his, his takedown defense. Um, we did have a fighter peeing for... So it was a PED, but it wasn't a steroid. It was actually a like a heart medication that helps with endurance, not, um, not some kind of steroid or muscle gain or anything like that. I mean, obviously it's still a big deal. It's on the PED list. Is it one of the masking agents? No. It's actually um, the Sharapova... Did you see how Sharapova... Same thing that she was taking. Okay. Something that was legal, I think, a year ago that is now no longer legal. Um, And then one of the most exciting ones, Michael Graves looked really good against Randy Brown. Mm -hmm. He ended up finishing him. Randy Brown looked like he had really good striking. It was really crisp, but he couldn't stay up. I figured it was going to be a wrestling clinic. I figured they were just going to wrestle for a, for three rounds. Not even wrestle for three rounds. I thought it was going to be Michael Graves on top for three rounds. Um, and then he ended up getting him in a rear naked choke in the second. So, I mean, good for him for finishing and actually continuing to attack rather than just doing what it needed to do to, to 
win by decision. So one of my next one is one of my only two that I got wrong. I, I had to pick Court. Yeah, I actually thought he would win too. But For those who don't know, uh, we Court was a senior when I was a sophomore in high school. He actually knows my brother really well. We're gonna try and get him on the show. So it breaks our heart. The hard part is, is Carson. You, so you didn't see this fight, but. I was in transit. What appeared to happen is Court just seemed to be a, a step too slow. Um, Court's never been finished, so that makes it even more sad. But for some random reason, every time Ponzi um, was throwing jabs, he was connecting. Ponzi Nibio is Argentinian, right? I believe so. But he speaks Portuguese. Too. Yeah. Because he goes by a Portuguese okay. nickname. Uh, yeah, and I was just wondering because, I mean... Apart from Verdun, he might be the only fighter on the rise right now in South America. He looked really, uh, he looked good, um, but he didn't look as good as, as McGee looked slow. McGee just couldn't get, he couldn't gauge the distance and he couldn't get out of the way. And Sergio was just right there every single time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then finally, he caught, um, it was a really sad, uh, sad, um, series of events. That's what I'm looking for. Series of events. Core goes for a takedown. Um, Sergio stops him, pushes him off. And as he pushes him off, Sergio comes up with a perfectly placed right uppercut, nails him and drops court. And so court looks stunned and he just swarmed on him and he ended up finishing him on the ground. How much of it do you think's ring rust? He, he, I don't know if it's necessarily ring rust. He's had a lot of arm issues. I think it's a lot of not being able to, to pace yourself, not, having a full contact fight with someone that is that crisp at striking in a long period of time. Um, there's very few people that get like full on sparring anymore without headgear. And even with headgear, you're given a, you know, a little bit of distance um, and a little bit of, of protection that, that, that sets it off. It just, he was a step too slow and he couldn't, get out of his range. I don't know. It was could, it like Anderson Silva just not with not quite the same skill level as Anderson? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Anderson who could usually step back or dodge or move or whatever it was and just miss by just that much, that's that much was what court was getting caught by. I mean, it looked like he caught him almost every single jab and you can only do that. It, it looked like round two of Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz where Nate found his range and no matter what Connor did to try and get out of his way, every single one of those was hitting until one of them finally caught him. I'm getting more excited for that fight, by the way, not to detract from the the, the review. I'm getting more excited for the Diaz-McGregor. I'm still not happy about it. I, I would never put money on that fight. I will say that much, though. <laughs> I would not put money on that fight. When, I lo- when I'm looking back at this, I mean, this card was really good. I wasn't a big fan of the Betch-Kohaya fight against Raquel Pennington. It doesn't really matter who won. Everyone's saying that Raquel should get a title shot or like a, a main opponent, which to me is ridiculous. Mm. Michael Michael Chiesa, but now Derouche. Derouche, who came in and was like, everyone wants me to lose. They just want me to be the gatekeeper. And then he got, he got his jaw twerked. I mean, I like Michael Chiesa a lot. Um, Cub Swanson, man. These, I, this card... Once again, if you didn't see this card for free, it was a really good fight. Khabib was nothing but a uh, Khabib was nothing but a, a nice dude. Thinking, did you see what they they're back and forth between him and Horcher on the internet? Uh uh-uh. uh He was saying that uh, Khabib was saying we got to get you we got to get you training to get like training together. You're stand up guy. Thank you for showing up. I mean, this he obviously I'm. What is the opposite of paraphrasing? Because I'm doing that because all of this is Summarize, on Twitter. Summarizing. Well, that's even still, that's that's condensing it. I'm making it longer than it was. It yeah. was a Twitter conversation. He said, you're, you're hey, elongating thank you. it. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. He goes, thank you for coming out and taking, taking the fight. Um, feel free to come train with us anytime. And then Horcher essentially said, yeah, I'll have to hit you up. You have to hit you up for that. He said, are you paying for it? Then I'm coming. <laughs> no problem. I'm on my way. <laughs> does Yeah, I don't know. if uh, is, is Horcher, or I mean, does Habib doesn't train in Russia, does he? A.K.A. Yeah, that's why he always gets injured. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for Khabib? You get Ferguson. Does he get the winner of RDA, Eddie Alvarez, which we'll get into? Does he fight, you know, Donald Cerrone? What is he? What does he do next? It's hard to say. I mean, what would you like to see him do next as compared to what you think will happen next? It's hard to say because Orcher, bless him for stepping in. But I mean, it, it wasn't it was. It was just a chance, I think, for him to shake off the ring rust. Like I was saying, the same thing with with John Jones is Khabib having having 
this fight is scarier for everybody else because he gets to shake the ring rest off and get confidence. A lot of people were talking a lot of crap on Khabib, saying he looked slow, that his takedowns were sloppy. Like, and to me, you just do what you have to do. Like, if you know you can score on a on a on a non crisp takedown or a sloppy takedown, you're not going to give it the the crispest like jab jab when the guy goes to defend. You know, takedown. He knew he could take him down whenever he wanted. So was it not a ten eight round? Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> like, what What do you else, What else do you want him to do? One, he is coming off of two years. Like, no, he no, he is... He's fine. I would like to see another fight. I would like for them to remake Ferguson. I don't think it's going to happen because Ferguson's going to want money and Habib isn't going to fight, I think, before... Well, he might fight before July. Habib said he wasn't going to fight during Ramadan. Yeah. And he also said July, he also right? said he wouldn't be able to get back to by March 29th. So yeah. there was a recent interview where he actually said, there's no way, yeah, there's no way that I that turn around and the training and everything I've done to my body will, will be ready for me to come around to the 29th. He said he didn't want to, he essentially said he didn't want to be that type of fighter. And I don't blame him. Like, he's like, you know what? I don't want to be the kind of fighter that comes back in a month and a half. I'd rather have the camp and I'd rather, you know, have the things that I want. And he stayed on this card. And he, I mean, Daryl Horcher did exactly what was expected. He lost, but like. If it were me, and or if I knew I was Habib, and I, I potentially only had three to four years left, depending on how my body held up, I also would be like, no, I'm not going to fight in May. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, if you need, if you don't need money, then it doesn't matter. But um, I would like to see him fight another top guy. I don't want to see him go for the title quite yet. I don't think you. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he thinks he's gonna get a title shot. Yeah. No. I mean, if I think if they said you get a title shot in March then or May, I think he comes and he does it regardless. But I mean, that's obviously not going to happen. So I say, wait it out, take another fight towards the end of the year, get a title fight. Do you think Tony Ferguson fights before UFC 200? Yes. You think he fights maybe on the undercard of RDA Eddie Alvarez? Undercard? Well, I mean, they're on Fight Pass, but you know what I mean. Not undercard, main card, main card of that same card. I mean, there's three cards that weekend. That's RDA. There's a Fight Pass card with RDA and Alvarez, and I don't believe anyone else is announced. There's the Tough 23 final on Saturday or on Friday. So sorry, the RDA fights on Thursday. If I remember, this is all in July, right? And if I'm incorrect, please correct me. Um, yeah, all right around UFC 200. Yeah. So you've got RDA Alvarez on Thursday. You've got um, tough finale on Friday, and then you've got UFC 200 on Saturday. And they still have to fill out that entire five pass card. Is the Rory McDonald? No, is that a fight card a, completely made? That's Ottawa. I think there's undercard that's not completely made, but I, I believe the main card's mostly done. I have no idea on that, honestly. Um, but I would like to see him fight before then. I'd actually like to see that fight a lot. I, like, I was really... Which uh, fight? Ferguson, Habib. Of yeah. all the fights that were coming up, apart from Cormier and Jones, that's pretty much... That was my favorite fight. That could have That could have been a potential title fight. If they were fighting at a different time and a different place... That could have been a, t- a different... So the main card looks like it's filled out for UFC Ottawa. So McDonald Thompson, Cerrone Cote, Boss O'Connell, um, Deodoro Alvi, Sago Silva. So, no. No, if, that's if, not the main card. No. I take that back. Alvi's great, and he would be like starting off a card, but I mean, if you This is get, a fight night, though. This is free. If you get... There's been some good free cards. Yeah, really. no. A lot of these... Boss and O'Connell's not going to be on a main card. Um... No, you get say. Ferguson on with uh, June 18th. Ferguson could fight. So let's see. who's Who would be available in that? Uh, Pettis Barbosa, if that ends quickly, one of those guys could get on that fight. Um, 155-pound UFC. Um, obviously, you've got Cerrone, who's already on that card. Dos, Dos Anjos. So I don't know who this guy is. Oh, this is everybody. We don't want to do this. We just want top. These are, I would these. let me think about this. I would because I would actually like to see Ferguson fight Barbosa. Didn't they fight before and Ferguson won? I honestly don't know. I would have to look. We that have up. to see with the Pettis. I'd actually like to see him versus Pettis too. Um, but all right, so here we go. I think, so that, I think regardless, those two are off. Those, you, that, that's out of the table. 
Diaz fights the next month. Otherwise, oh, there you go, Michael Johnson, Tony Ferguson, and I, th- I believe that they've already fought as well. Um, uh, Michael Chiesa. Yeah, t- I was gonna say, what about Chiesa? He, he could do it. Poirier. He called him out. No, Dustin Poirier, Poirier have he a fight. fights featherweight though, unless he came out. No, I don't think so. Poirier I think you do. I think you do Chiesa. I mean, it makes sense. He didn't take a ton of damage against Derouche. So he comes in. Barbosa is off the table. Michael Johnson, I believe, already fought Tony Ferguson. Um, Nate Diaz is already taken care of. Donald Cerrone already, already taken care of. So unless there's a quick finish to Edson Barbosa, Anthony Pettis, because I would like to see Ferguson Pettis because most likely they would strike. But I think Tony Ferguson's wrestling's good enough to just take Pettis down like Eddie Alvarez did. And every, I think that's what Eddie Alvarez is going to do with um, RDA. Uh, try. I don't think Ferguson RDA wants well. to take Pettis down. If if Pettis win or lose against Edson Barbosa, I would still like to see him fight Tony Ferguson. I but, would love that fight, first off. But I, I honestly, I think it's just a stand-up. I don't think either of them try to take the other guy down. I mean, it'll happen. Like it's an MMA fight, but I think because they because they've exposed Pettis's takedown defense, I think anyone that fights him from here here on out is going to take him down. Who exposed it? Guida and Guida and um, Henson did a little bit. Hendo or Bendo, and then um, Eddie Alvarez took him down and laid on him for three. For it might have been a five round fight, but at uh, least three Alvarez rounds. is different. Alvarez is a different story. Um, I still think their fight stays up. I mean, well, I would hope so. Somebody's going to shoot. Like, I'm not saying they're not going to, but I think for the most part, both of those guys are more comfortable on their feet, and uh, they want to get finishes. Both of them do. Yeah. Uh, Rose Namajunas, Tisha Torres. So one thing I want to say about this very quickly, um, and then I actually have a question for you. One thing that drove me nuts about this fight was Tisha Torres's striking when she would put her head down like this and just swing like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> That, I mean, for those that can't see listening on the podcast, you know what I mean, where she would just stick her head down and just run in like a bull swinging her arms. Um, that really, it was like, that's not working, Tisha. Like, you can't get that distance. Like, you got to get a different game plan. I thought this this was a lot closer than it ended up being in the end. Um, a lot of people are saying that Rose should get a title shot. What do you think? Um, one more fight. I don't know enough about that division to see who she would fight. Maybe the loser of Joanna and Claudia. Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, Pennington. No, she's she's up a weight class. Yeah, she's huh? up a weight class. Uh, I got fight rankings right here. Here we go. Let's see what we can get here. Top 10. Women's straw weight. Carla Esparza. And Carla Esparza fights what? Next card, I believe. Why not Valerie Letourneau? I have no idea who that is. I don't she had mean, that last. No disrespect by any means, but I have no idea who that is. She's she's the one that fought what like three cards ago, and she did pretty decent. Um, yeah, I think she looks striker, like yeah. an older, haggard version of my brother's girlfriend, Jody. <laughs> Take that, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks like she's been in a couple fights and maybe a decade older. She's not. I mean, she's. I wouldn't expect her to be a UFC fighter looking at her picture. And not that that means anything, but it's just very interesting to me. Um, no, I don't remember her fighting, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to test. Like I'm going to get called out if I try to test my knowledge on that one. But if I remembered, she was, she looked pretty good. Um, but I mean, I'm Rose is right there. What else are you going to do with the division? I think, I mean, I think you're right. So she, Oh, so she lost to Joanna, but she had mm-hmm. won three in a row before that. No, I, I mean, that, that's, I think you're right on. That shows that you your prowess is much better than mine is. Um, but yeah, no, she actually has fought really, really well. I didn't know who she was. And that's that's a shot at me. Eight and four, though. These poor women have some of the most haggard records I've ever seen. You've got Pennington, who's like now eight and six. And everyone's saying like, oh, yeah, give her a top five fight. And it's like... Let's hope that she's advanced that far. She didn't look that very good against Betch, and Betch striking looked weird. She has a very sh- weird striking striking style. Even the one, even the one highlight she has where she's got the one girl up against the fence and it's just striking, almost robotic like. Like Pennington looked more fluid and like a better actual striker. Betch has a very bizarre fighting sh- style. Um, I didn't it didn't look conducive to actually having her get a title fight. If I'm being honest, out. like fights that aren't title fights right now in women's divisions, I'm not incredibly interested in. 
it's kind of the same thing. Not always just to beat a dead horse, but the heavyweight division, it's just not fleshed out yet. It'll get there. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's the whole divisions where it is because it just started out not too long ago. Yeah. It'll get better. And I, it's like the 125 and 135 male divisions. Mm-hmm. And I just I, need some more time. Yeah. I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. Um, they get kind of put on like, cause it, if I'm not mistaken, like a lot of them, they were under Invicta. Yeah. And that's where they come from. If not, they were scattered all over the country being in the lower promotions. And so this is like the first time that it's been consolidated down into one place for the less straw weights. Bantam weights have a little bit longer. Um, but, uh, no, I think it'll get better. Joanna and then the, what the trifecta with hopefully cyborg being, being put in the mix too at Bantamweight. There's, there's a lot more depth right there and different things that you can do with that division. Strawweight Joanna's looked like a world beater ever since she destroyed mm-hmm. Esparza. And so I just, I don't know. Like I, I'm not that interested in those fights. So it's hard for me to say, I think that Rose should get a fight or shouldn't get a fight. Um, and like we talked about on our women's MMA episode that you can go back and check out, we think the women's divisions are going to progress much faster than the men's did. I mean, obviously, men's division starting in 1993 and taking up until, you know, the last five or six years to really get to where there's a ton of competition in each each division other than, say, 125, 135. Um, the women's division is going to move a lot faster than that. You know, where where it took the men's divisions 10 years to do that, the women's division are going to do that, you know, five to six. So well, a hopefully. lot of that's because of what the men already did for laying down the sports popular, and training. But like, not, not even the men's, but just the sport in general, yeah. right? Like, it got to a certain place now that it can sustain better training. But um, I, I, it's hard for me to comment in that sense on who I think that Rose should get next. Looking at the rankings, put her up against Carla Esparza, I guess. And. But Carlos Esparza has already already got a fight. That's the only hard part. So, so yeah, yeah, Valerie, and I don't think she's fought since. Um, Glover versus Rashad. I was sad. It looked like Glover was was sad too as he walked away and just shrugged his shoulders. Like I kind of wish it would have been more of a fight. Like not no disrespect, obviously, to Rashad after the the press conference, which I didn't actually watch, but I I saw um, they talked about just how nice he was and how he was like keep your head up like it, it happens like don't worry about it um and Rashad being like I'm in, I'm embarrassed like it just it was embarrassing for me and it's just I like Rashad Evans I like him as a fighter he seems like a good dude you can't be on the cage Sad. going against Glover unless you're John Jones you can't be you can't but be he, doing dirty boxing but he cut off his he cut off his angles he forced him back there Glover did a great job forcing him straight back Rashad should be quick enough to not let that happen to circle out yeah, yeah like I mean, and John Jones, like, like I was saying, he, he it's just different for him. Like, mm. that's the thing that's most impressive, and why he is the best is because he'll he'll meet you on your ground and beat you at it. And he was out dirty boxing Glover to share for large portions of their fight. Mm-hmm. Rashad apparently can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's easy to say it from our chair now but like I, I just wished he wouldn't have got up against the fence because that's playing right into where Glover wants him and obviously that's what Glover wanted so it's like him imposing his will on Rashad I want to see Rashad maybe a couple more fights and I still want to see him I think he has more left in the tank would you rather see him retire or drop to 185 I like to see him fight at 185 a lot. You think? I think he, that's his think natural weight that? class. He's a pretty big dude. Not anymore. Not with not with IV being taken away. I don't think so. But I would like to have seen it. I actually thought that was his weight class for a while. But he knows his body better than I do, and some people don't like to cut. But that, that's a hard part too, because a lot of times the more you cut, the more likely you are to get knocked out. And at 205, if you got if you got blasted, um, it would be hard. I think losing a little bit more water weight to to sustain those kind of head that head trauma that those guys as well can, can dish out. Put him again, you know, obviously Bisbing, but I'd like to see him 185, Vitor Belfort, Michael Bisbing, Anderson Silva, Lyoto Machida, um, what, Musasi, what you, Tim what's Kennedy. What's worse? There's a lot of fights that he could take it. What's worse, going up against Glover Teixeira being fully hydrated or going up against Michael Bisbing with less hydration? Wow, that's pillow hands. That's why I skipped him. Okay, so give me but somebody like else. Vitor a, Belfort. A, a striker. Jacques okay. Souza. Vitor's different, though. <laughs> <laughs> Vitor. Uriah Hall. Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero. Um, I would still take... I think you maybe take more head trauma in the, in the Glover Teixeira fight. Yeah. And... The water. I mean, I understand. Maybe not against Yoel Romero, man. He is a monster. 
He's an absolute monster. But he's gonna be he's gonna be as fast as those guys and more powerful. And you can't wrestle him. I mean, he's a Cuban Olympic medalist, if I remember correctly. I mean, that's just nuts. I mean, I know he's a, an Olympic wrestler in Cuba, but I mean, it's yeah. No, you prefer to take shots from Anthony Johnson, oh, or Chris Weidman. And I'd, I'd much rather prefer to get punched by Chris Weidman. And 20, 20 pounds is a lot of weight, but I, I would like to. I would have liked to have seen him at middleweight. I think that's more it, it his depends. natural weight class. But am I going to make a hundred? Am I going to make a hundred thousand dollars more by taking an Anthony Johnson punch to the face? No. Then no. <laughs> if I'm getting paid the same, then I'm going with Weidman. But if I'm getting paid like a truckload of money for a, a, a higher division, and I think you are. I mean, I, as you no. get heavier, you get paid more money. I mean, no. look at Mark Hunt getting paid. No. Being the highest paid athlete in New Zealand now, that doesn't that's not his weight, his likability, just walk off. <laughs> he's such a stud. He, well, the Babe Ruth of the fact. I bet you he sells so many freaking fights because you know he's just going to stand and bang. Nobody can take him down. I mean, that guy's that guy's fun to watch. He's one of the only heavyweights with a moderate amount of skill that's actually fun to watch. The funny thing about the heavyweights is I really like their personalities on pretty much all of them. Like. I love Big Country. I love um, Stipe. I love Dos Santos. I love Kane. I love they're lovable guys. Stipe's got a personality. I'm trying to hype <laughs> the next fight, Justin. <laughs> okay, Dana. I'm I'm doing. Hey, this is for us too. This is cross promotion. UFC does good. We do good. <laughs> That's true. You think in small the picture, big, the bigger the UFC the is, small. the bigger we can get. Um. Go yeah. to hell, heavyweight. So, Glover Teixeira, what's next? You think they give him Johnson? You think Johnson's going to come off the shelf and potentially take a loss? No, Johnson is not going to take a loss. No, potentially. Like, so let's let's think about this in like the grand scheme of thing, right? Um, you've got Anthony Johnson, who already has a guaranteed title shot against Jones or DC. Obviously, we we think it's going to be Jones, but he fights Glover Teixeira. Something Anthony weird Johnson, and he loses. Anthony Johnson is His title shot's gone is Rashad Evans four years ago. That's who Glover would have to yeah. go up against. And that's a scary fighter. <laughs> like, that, I, I, don't, I don't think Johnson loses that fight. I don't think he does either, but on the off chance that he does... I just said really, he doesn't. That really... <laughs> I said no. I said no. That really screws up that that division because no one wants to see Glover to share John Jones again. I mean, I'd watch it just because if he deserved it, I'm one of those fans. But I'd much rather just see Johnson sit on the shelf until he gets a shot at Jones or DC. I think, I mean, why not do Gustafson Teixeira? I, I think that's a good um, fight. And, I mean, Gustafson, I think, wins. And then you get a get you get Gustafson Jones, too, in the event that Jones wins. At, at Madison Square Garden. Oven St. Prue. Yeah. And then Cormier, because that's, I mean, luckily on that one, we don't have to decide who gets the next title fight, like the strawweight division, because it's pretty much fleshed out for the next few months. We've got, it's going to happen. You've got the, obviously this fight card coming up and then it's going to be Daniel Cormier, John Jones again. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. So it's figuring out the rest of the division. Yep. Give me Gustafson um, to share. I don't want to see Gustafson Johnson again. Well, maybe I do. I would watch that fight again. I don't think it gets after the headbutt. Ah, the headbutt, like that's <laughs> that's <laughs> incidental. I don't think. I mean, I think those were that was nuances of him like leading with his head, and then that other the other fight that happened that night too, also leading with his head. I think that's Chance. Um, but I'm actually really interested his in that name fight is, again. His forehead's name is Chance. Huh? <laughs> what did you just say to me? I said his for his forehead's name is Chance. I don't know what I said and where the joke's coming in. You by, guys by get chance. it. Keep laughing it at it. By, Tweet at Justin and let him know how funny it is because I missed it. It was by chance. <laughs> so his forehead's name is Chance because it wasn't by chance. I think there's a lot of headbutts and things that are thrown intentionally. Um, Why would you headbutt intentionally? Because it's easy to fake behind an overhand right. You act like you're throwing an overhand right. You lead with your head and an overhand right. Boom. No. You're... You, you, it, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you're exposing everything to hopefully. No, get you to, not if that dude's coming in full speed. So the guy's coming in full speed, and you are trying to get the crown of your head, which you don't practice hitting with, on his chin. Yep. Yeah, that's not how that's not how fighters fight. Um, 
And can you imagine? You don't tell me how fighters <laughs> fight. <laughs> You're just not doing it. Like, I'm not saying it, it hasn't <laughs> happened a few times, but it's like you have less control with your head. There's less space. You're exposing yourself. Maybe it happens more than I think, and I'm Let's wrong. Let's hope not. There's children in Text your cousin. Text him. <laughs> I will Ask him how many this. times he threw a head. Let's hope they don't expose themselves too much. There's children in that crowd. This isn't the WWE. You can't just pay-per-view your way over whatever you want. Yeah, you can. You do it all the time. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I feel bad for Rashad Evans. I'd really like to see him not go out off of that devastating of a loss. I mean, I'd like to see him take one more, like, gimme fight and just retire. Um, I think he does great at announcing. Um, speaking of announcing, Brian Stan is actually going to be doing color commentary in Brazil in place of Joe Rogan. So our conversation has been for the last long time that we'd like to see Dan Hardy take no, give Joe me Dan Rogan's Hardy. place. I think Brian Stan's going to take his place. No. And I don't mind it. I like Brian Stan, but I'd much rather see Dan Hardy in that spot. I don't want to listen to him and Goldberg. I'm going to put it on mute if I watch those fights. <laughs> not, I, don't like, I don't dislike Brian Stan, but like just him and Goldberg on their own, not interesting. Here's my one issue with Dan Hardy, and it's not an issue. It's actually a respect thing. He gets so enthralled in the fights that he forgets to talk. I'd prefer that to banter with Goldie. I usually it's with John Anik. I'd have to see a fight. I'd have to see a fight card when Brian Stan was actually talking with Mike Goldberg because he's usually it's usually John Anik, um, Brian Stan. But the other I'm thing just is, kidding. and when Brian Stan has done good at everything that he's tried to do so far, I'll give him a shot. But I would, I really was actually, I I noticed myself trying to listen to Dan Hardy and what he had to say more often than I normally do with the announcers. Like normally I'm just trying to listen to hear the hilarious things that Goldberg and Joe Rogan say, or Joe Rogan calling out Goldberg and stuff. But I I was actually really interested in what Dan Hardy had to say about the fights. It's very different respect to Joe Rogan. um, Apparently he's a great fight announcer talking to my, my cousin again about Joe Rogan. It's that you can tell he he's very opinionated on the fighters and he doesn't try and hide who he is rooting for in any way, shape, or form. And so listening to him while one of your gym mates is also fighting and he's rooting against them is a a very difficult thing to listen to um, when it comes to announcing. Just like when you're listening to, say, like the NBA and there's an announcer that's obviously like very for, you know, Golden State or Chicago or whoever it is. I like that. It's more fun for me to cheer against them. Yeah. It's right. like it's like my um, yeah. I have no idea where I was going with that thought. I had a clear <laughs> cut out. It's like your um. Uh... No, I had a clear cut out in my. Oh, it's like listening to Bill Burr. I hate Boston sports, but like I love listening to him talk about Boston sports and just try to like stir the pot. I love it. It's it's amazing. But um, fighting is a, is a little bit different though because you have ties to those individual people mm-hmm. where the person that you cheer for in your particular team's jersey could be traded next year, you yeah. know? It's it is it is different. And state, not a not a person. Especially if you're training with somebody one one hundred percent different. Yeah. No, and I can I, and it was an interesting thing to get brought up. Um so what in the world is going on in Albuquerque? I mean, is there just nothing to do? I mean, I already know that. I can answer my own question. There's nothing to do. Diego Brandao now goes to a strip club Gets kicked out, gets really mad, goes home. He gets a gun, Ugh. and he comes back. I actually don't know the story. I saw the headline. And he pistol this. whips the security guard at the front door of the strip club. <laughs> this little buck 45 guy? Yeah. The same guy that said he was going to slit, um, was it Dustin Poirier's throat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's a little nutso, but I mean, what are they? where are the checks and balances in, in Albuquerque to make sure those dudes aren't doing those type of things? I'm, I'm sad because I really like. Well, nobody wants to hang out with him. Are you kidding me? Are you? Kidding? <laughs> yeah, some guys like going and pistol whipping people. Like you're not trying to go hang out. Like there are like regardless of like the John Jones. For every John Jones, there's a Carlos Condit in the world, or like a Ryan Bader, who probably have their own little issues here and there. But they're just trying to to live their life and and they're just they go to train and they go home. You're not trying to tie yourself to Diego Brandao's crazy ass going and like pistol whipping people willy nilly. The weirdest part is, is he went and got his gun and came back. So and then ended the, up just pistol whipping the guy. Yeah, in the amount Why of you time, just punch him in the amount of time because I think I think he had three people finally kick him out, and so he knew that he couldn't just go back there by himself and fight all three or four of them. So he took a gun so he could scare them, 
and still make his point. But like, I, I really was cheering for him too in that tough finale that he had. Like, I really wanted him to be good. I thought he was going to be the new Jose Aldo. Like, he looked yeah. that good against Diego uh, Bermudez. No, uh, Dennis, Dennis Bermudez. Bermudez. Yeah. Um, I just you got John Jones. In John Jones, it's different. John Jones has a ton of money and he's a young kid. I mean, he's more he's more like an NBA or an NFL player than anyone else. He's just the face of a very small organization as com- as compared to the NBA or the NFL. Like in the NBA, in the NFL, you can have teams of 30 plus, well, NFL of 24 to 30 plus people. Those people are all going to go party and a lot of them make people get rid of their cell phones and different things like that. And they know that they have an off season it's- and then they're going to test on the on season so they can do as many drugs and as many things as they want during that off season. And then they just have to make sure they test in competition. Fine. Unless you're Josh Gordon. Unless you're Josh Gordon or, or Manziel. Did or you hear that else. story? That I heard that Johnny Manziel said he was going to be staying with Josh Gordon, and then they weren't, and then Josh Gordon ended up getting busted for drug use again. So he he pissed below the metabolite level for the metabolite level for marijuana, kind of pulling in a, a Nick Diaz, but then his sample was contaminated. He's tam- it was diluted, is what it said. So he was putting other things he, he, uh, in it. He peed more water in his system than marijuana. There's something not quite right with that. Yeah. One ounce of pee to two ounces of water. <laughs> One ounce of pee to it. Yeah. I mean, and I think it'll get to that. I think when the UFC has more, I mean, they have 400 people under their belt, and you have like a war machine that's going to jail. You have What's His Face, a super famous one for the bank heist. Like, there's enough crazies. But I think it's such a small pool as compared to some of the other leagues out there that it's a lot harder. I mean, you got Ribery out in in PSG um, that's sleeping with seventeen year old prostitutes Bayern and most Munich. of the other team. Oh yeah, sorry, and Bayern Munich. But he was yeah, he was with the French national yep. team. That no, she no, that whole situation. Oh, no, but that, that's not what I'm saying. That what whole I'm saying is dumb. What Carlos Benzema is a better. There, there's there's bigger there's bigger amounts of people that are doing. Freaking Adam Worst Johnson. Things. I don't know who that is. It's your old Man City guy. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no. Pedophile. Yeah, I don't even want to hear about that. R. He Kelly. did when he was in Sunderland. You can, yeah, it's yeah. A, I mean. R. Kelly's coming in concert, speaking of which. Speaking of pedophiles. Anyway, moving on. Um, so is Diego Brandao. I, 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 hopefully he does all right. He seems like a really crazy dude, but for some random reason, I've always liked him, too. It might be because he brought a Book of Mormon to the tough finale uh, presser. And he's not Mormon. <laughs> and he's not Mormon. I think he just found it in the house It's a somehow. good book, man. Yeah. I, guess you, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Um, oh, people take this seriously? He's probably freaked out when he heard that. He's like, wait a minute. There's a whole religion based on this? <laughs> I just thought, oh, it a, thought it was a book about war. This is awesome. I just figured it was a Christian church that everyone in Brazil belonged to. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you think about BJ Penn, Dennis Seaver? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, we'll see if it happens. BJ Penn just got indicted, didn't he? Or uh, no, he's off. That's all cleared up. Nah, man. Did it happen today? Because he was just on Ariel Hawani. Hold on. No, I think you you're talk wrong. about things, and I'm going to yeah. find this out. So we'll talk about this. I'll give you. My I literally opinion. just saw this. You keep talking. Okay, so let's go over the indictment. People are here for you. From the indictment that I saw. What's it say? John Jones behind him. Now right? above top. Cops launch investigation into allegations made against Penn. Finally? But the UFC already did their own in, 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 accusation. or They already did their own research. So for those that don't know, and I'm guessing most of you do, the allegations were there was a fired employee from BJPenn.com that allegedly said that BJ Penn had had made sexual advances towards his girlfriend and even claimed up to potential sexual assault of this guy's girlfriend. Um, it was all over Twitter. That's where he actually broke it. There's other people from BJPen.com that actually came out and said, um, half and half, half of them said BJ Penn's kind of a creepo. And half of them said the guy that had said that BJ Penn did all of these things was a creepo and would do anything for money. And a lot of people figured that he was just going to pay him off and it would all go away. Um, this goes under wraps for a little while, or I mean, it just disappears for a little bit. Um, a little bit later, it comes out that no charges were actually ever um, charged. 
So the guy never actually went to the cops and said anything. The UFC ended up doing their own investigation or something like that, and they didn't find any wrongdoing. Um, partly, probably. You know how that. Me- you know what that means, though. That means there's no charges, just like Anthony Johnson and that. And they said, "Oh yeah, someone finally just dropped the charges, so we're going to." And I might go. be misunderstanding Sean, but I think that just more means they're doing their own investigation to absolve themselves of responsibility. But that's. That's just to more. That's not to say that he's clean based off of their. I hope he is, and I like. I hate all these stories. Like they're just not fun. Like I'd prefer to talk about fights, um, but like, anyways, if we want to talk about fights, yeah. So anyway, Dennis Seaver. Uh, I think it's going to actually I hope, happen. So let's I just don't keep like Dennis Seaver. I don't know why, but I want to get his ass beat every time. It was like the only time that I think I was ever cheering for Connor. I just love how this guy actually says this. Tired of seeing this pervert BJ Penn in the news, Carrasco wrote. Dude's a cocaine addict who sexually assaulted my Playboy model girlfriend. And I have proof. <laughs> he, had to, he couldn't just say girlfriend. He had to point out that he was dating a Playboy model. She's hot as hell, man. Look. Look her up. Re- Go real, look recognize up. real. You got Google, right? Go Google search my girlfriend. He probably right says now. stuff like that. Real, recognize, real, and stuff. Oh, he's got a tr- he's or got a truth tattoo. Yeah, he's got a truth tattoo on his upper back. Oh yeah. Probably says it is what it is a lot. So this it looks for those that don't know. Um, probably this looks Jager like bombs. It, it just popped up. It's the same thing that we already knew, probably but has it, a red they Yankee finally. Are, <laughs> it's Fred Durst. It, the guy's actually his last name's like Carrasco. It's Fred Durst. So anyway, Dennis Seaver, BJ Penn. Um, I think BJ Penn wins. I don't think it proves anything about him as an actual fighter. You give him the top four, you've got it. Now, here's the issue. Say he does win. Um, the, the, the one camp that could really help him get there is definitely Winklejohn. However, they don't seem like they really have any control of their fighters outside of the ring. Now, you're talking about two people. And potentially BJ Penn now. He was in Hawaii when he did that. And <laughs> where was Dog? Where was the bounty hunter? Yeah, during all of Dog. This? Where are you at, man? Yeah, I thought Come he was. On. I thought he was like the Batman of Hawaii, and he just prevented <laughs> crime. There is no crime that happens on on Dog's watch. None, <laughs> except for this. Um, but no, that's poor BJ. Like the thing is, is I always got the heebie-jeebies from BJ Penn, and I'm not even going to like try and like. Oh no, BJ Penn seems like a really good dude. I've been on like the BJ Penn's got some weird creepy secret that no one knows about since the beginning. Um, so I really shouldn't have any part of talking about this because I have extreme BJ Penn bias. Um, but I hope he gets off of this. I hope he loses to Dennis Seaver and just retires for good. No, I hope he beats Dennis Seaver and they both retire for good. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Seaver. Yeah, Dennis Seaver, man. I, I really... I have... Uh, yeah. He's such a weird fighter. Um, not a weird fighter. Like I used to like him quite a bit. Um, he pinged for PEDs. Then he he got crushed by Conor McGregor. Uh, he doesn't seem like he really is going to last long in the USADA reign. But well, they need European fighters. We're just moving right along in all of this. You got anything wanted to say about BJ Penn? No, I just I feel like they need they need European fighters. Yeah, the German. No, and I can agree with that. So, uh, t- speaking of USADA. Tell me about it. Kimbo Slice gets 90 days suspension. Mm-hmm. He'll be fighting in London in July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the question is, everyone says, oh, Bellator, they'll do whatever it takes to, 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 make a, to make a buck. Is there anything wrong with that in the entertainment business? Other than Data almost dying. No. No. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, Dada was going to do it on the street anyways. Yeah, like and I don't, he did. I mean, and I understand that, like, from a, a super large, solid point. I mean, he's going to make more money doing it there than just doing it on the street. So, and it's in a sanctioned place. So, I, I, I understand. So it's like pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fine comparison you get, to me. You, you, I enjoy. You get both. tested. I enjoy. <laughs> nah, I didn't. That's not true. I've never enjoyed the Dada fight. Yeah, that's that's a solid point. <laughs> That was never enjoyable, and it um, lasted 12 minutes longer. <laughs> which is 11 minutes longer than me. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, don't look to me to commentate on Bellator going forward, by the way, unless it's, like, a pretty good fight. Like, I'm not going to do Ben Henderson this weekend. I'll do that, yeah. I'm not and gonna do Andrei Koshchev, who beat Jordan by decision. 
I was I was about the uh, UFC 149 until it actually until it actually happened. Um, Which one those fights? I'm, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that. Oh, doing Bellator it. 149. What did I say? The UFC. I was I'm like, wow, you got a good memory. <laughs> I really was all about it until it happened. UFC 149. I don't know if you guys remember, but it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bellator 149. Um, I was into it. It was fun. It was when we were first starting. We were getting like the way to watch it. Like I said on the the cast right after that is on the Twitter sphere, yeah, and just shooting the shit with everybody that enjoys the same things you enjoy. But I, I mean, apart from jumping on to have some banner with y'all, probably not going to be paying attention to too many more. Uh, uh, I'm thinking Ferguson right now. Like I'm thinking, fights. I'm thinking his original name. What's his name? Tony Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not too interested in any of those fights anymore. Um. I'm interested in this weekend's fight. They've got yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the Fiera, yeah. Fiera, Fieri brothers, as well Fieri as era. Ben Henderson Fieri. versus um, Andre Koschev, who beat my cousin Jordan by decision. Um, by decision, and he was supposed to just run through him. Was that the one they did in Russia? No, it was the one they did here in Utah. That I was going to say, the, was that the Putin one? That we no, I wish. On the Jordan interview one? Nope. That, um, that one was here in Utah. And so I saw that one, I think. He, right? Yep, you were there. He was supposed to dominate Jordan. He held him down the entire time. That's kind of... I don't know how many people he's beat by strikes. It seems like most of the people he just kind of takes down. He beat Dave Rickles for the... I think for the, the belt. Um, the only reason I know anything about him, Ben Henderson had no idea who he was. What's Rickles' fighting style? Go out and brawl. Dang it. I want him to be the tickle and have him just be kind Dave of like the a tickle wrestler. Rickle? Yeah. <laughs> I just want... <laughs> I just wanted him to go out there and wrestle people. All right. I'm going to come <laughs> tickle you. Hard tickles um, are going to hurt your ribs. No, yeah, I am excited for that fight. Uh, there's actually a lot of good fights just in general this weekend, right? Oh, yeah. No, 197. That's what I figured in the last next – the next 10 minutes we'd get into what we're really excited for from 197. Chances that OSP actually upsets John Jones? Zero. I like OSP too. Um, I would like to see him upset him. Chances that Cejudo upsets DJ. Ten percent. Ten percent. Pettis Barbosa. Pettis. Oh, you think? Yes, That's I good. love Pettis. I, I love mean, Barbosa. Uh, Barbosa has the best knockout in UFC history. I don't like. It didn't maybe mean as much as all the other ones that people love. Poor Terry Edom. But that is, yeah, he got. When they say starch, starch started with Terry Edom. <laughs> that was holy hell. That was awesome. That was the best. Like as far as just pure aesthetic technique goes. There wasn't as much writing on it, obviously, but that is the best knockout in UFC history. So Von Lee, I'm excited to see. Um, he's an up and coming prospect. Looks like he's the first early Hold on. prelim. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I'm looking. I'm just looking at all the chances. Stuff. I want to hear your on these before we brief right. past them. John Jones, I'm more interested in under like I'm more interested in how you think the fight's going to play out. Yeah, with John Jones coming back. Like I, I, how how do you think that happens? Um, first, let's get into how um, Feely is going to be on here, whose nickname is Touchy Feely, which is one of the. Can best. we get him against Tickle Rickle? <laughs> Tickle, there you go. I don't know if they're the same weight class, but who cares? Yeah, weight classes are done. You'll do it. Let's hope he loses <laughs> to Rodriguez, and then we'll have Touchy Feely against Tickle Rickle. Um, Pettis Barbosa. Uh, I think Barbosa takes this one, and here's. I think he takes it by third round decision. I don't think he knocks out Pettis. Um, I think that they just kind of stand and, and exchange for three rounds. The reason I think this is because Pettis hasn't looked Awful like... brave of you believing in a Brazilian post-USADA. Oh, well, that's also a solid point, too. They haven't done very well post-USADA. But the reason I believe that is I don't think Anthony Pettis has looked psychologically prepared to fight in quite a while he's only fought alvarez though since no he, he fought alvarez and he fought gilbert melendez and he didn't look so like he didn't look solid he looked solid against henderson and that was like the last time and he didn't even look he looked lethargic against henderson but he caught him in an awesome armbar. um he just hasn't looked like he had that killer instinct for a long period of time um, which is too bad because he's one of my favorite fighters by far barbosa's got a killer instinct but he will walk himself into strikes i don't I mean, unless Pettis kicks him right in the liver like he did Joe Lozon, I don't see him finishing Barbosa. And he might. Um, I'd rather see Pettis win this fight, but I think Barbosa takes it. Um, now, you make a very good very good point being um, post-USADA, um, so that could affect it a lot. Um, Johnson Cejudo, I think Johnson stays away from the takedown with his speed and wins by 25-round decision. 
Yeah, I think he just. I, I think it's a lot of scrambles, getting back up and throwing significant strikes just in transition. Um, you think he could end up like Holly Holm, Misha Tate, where he only needs two rounds? No, I think he dominates pretty much every round. No, I mean Cejudo needs only needs two rounds to win. To win. Oh, he only needs one round to win. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he if he gets him down and holds him down, you just it's MMA is different. Um, I think it sets it up. I think Cejudo is going to be around for a while. Yeah, so I think it sets it up for a nice storyline down the line. We might start getting uh, two or three with him. Um, you think Cejudo would get the belt if DJ moved up to one thirty-five? Be between him and Dodson. I think Dodson drops back down. Oh no, that would make a ton of sense. Actually, um, I, didn't and think, I think yeah. Dodson actually holds the belt because Dodson's like a more. Ex- I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Dodson has everything to win the belt. It's super confusing to me, but. Um, it's just speed. DJ's the only one. That's Dodson's just, so fast. But he's just a step. He's just a step ahead. I don't know. I I see this. I do think Cejudo. I mean, in the event eventuality that uh, that Dodson with without having IV stays up a weight class, Cejudo being a wrestler and always being accustomed to cutting weight. I think yeah, he has. I think he has what it takes to to win that belt. And I think that's what the UFC wants. They want a Mexican champion. They want to keep it yeah. that mark. Cain Velasquez is the guy. He, they can't get him to sell a card in Mexico City, unfortunately. Um, but I, I think I think they really do want him to start doing good, and they want to start building a fan base around him. And you'll start seeing a Mexico City Cejudo we follow him Velasquez on, co-headline card. We, we follow him on Instagram, and he's down in Mexico City all the time. Cejudo is. I mean, he. I I mean this with a with with a grain of salt. Like is real Mexican. Cause, I mean, in the sense that I mean. Yes, Kane. I, if Kane Velasquez hears this, you are my favorite fighter. Don't beat me up for saying that. But like Cejudo, Spanish is. You can tell like he's more Kenny, integrated. Into Kenny the, Florian speaks better Spanish than Kane Velasquez does. Yeah, I mean his mom's Peruvian, for but Doom. I mean for Doom yeah. in the Ultimate Fighter was speaking better Spanish. Um, it's, it's it's more. I just think what I mean to say by all that is I feel like Cejudo is more integrated into the Hispanic culture, um, and I think. He well, I mean, he is Cejudo, and Velasquez is Velasquez. So, I mean... <laughs> well, he doesn't Cejudo. have brown pride tad across him, and he did represent America in the Olympics. So, <laughs> wait a minute. Maybe Kane is more Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, OSP Jones, your same reasoning why Pettis will probably crush Barbosa is the same reason I give OSP a chance. OSP lost to Ryan Bader because Ryan Bader wrestled him instead of striking with him. And I, he's got one other loss, and I, it, I think it was by decision. He's never been finished. He's a very athletic dude. Um, the height difference isn't that big of a deal. It's a four-inch reach advantage, which which is big. I mean, John Jones obviously had the They're longest. the same height? 76 inches to 75 inches. Jones is an inch higher. The hell? Um, Jones apparently, once again, like many, has lost his legs recently, probably in a car wreck. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, is that the reach advantage is, has proved to be difficult for most people in the UFC. My breakdown would be that OSP looks good in the first round because John Jones has been gone for a while. People are like, oh, like a Leota Machida. Like, oh, he's actually landed a couple uh, punches. John Jones gets his feelers back, gets his range, and then just ends it dominantly. Second. TKO? Be- You're saying TKO? I think he TKOs him in the beginning of the third round. I, and I'm thinking submission. I'm thinking all the weight training. Well, like- Okay. It's going to end on the ground whether he either gets him in a submission where he knocks him down and submits him or he knocks him down and then just finishes him. And I see it more like kind of like a Leoto Machida kind of scenario where he uh, standing guillotine can close the distance quick. And I think I think all this weight training, it, he's looking more explosive. So I could definitely see him finally like getting maybe like that knockout punch, which I don't think he should really go for. TKOs are just as awesome as knockouts, in my opinion. Yeah. But I think it's going to transition a lot more. Just that, like, crazy strength is going to be more for ground game submission skills and just overall jujitsu and grappling. Um, you think he Conor McGregor's it? He comes in too heavy, has to cut too no. much weight, gases faster than he thinks he's going to? No, I think he'll gas because he's been out of the game for so long and he'll probably forget how to use his energy a little bit. But I don't think he's going to come in too heavy. He's looked smaller since, like, if you looked recently, he, he wasn't, like, gaining as much as much muscle weight as he did initially now that he now that he's back. cycling off his his PM. no i don't think he's been getting <laughs> I, I 
you have to believe that Usada's testing Anthony Johnson six times, Anderson Silva six times, somebody who's been busted for um, substance abuse before, uh, out of competition. But I, I, you've got to believe that they've been testing him. So I don't think, hopefully, there hasn't been this cycle on, cycle off stuff. And a lot of this stuff's been kind of sketchy too with that, like the Frank Mir thing. So did you know that the week before he actually tested clean? Interesting. And I then did not the week know that. In and this is what I heard on your welcome. The week after in comp like right after right going up to his fight, he tested hot for a steroid that takes six months to get out of your system. Why would a veteran of that long of a sport and that was Chelsea? I remember did I I I missed the first part that you said, but I did hear the second part of Chelsea. And and that's I'm, I, they don't use steroids like they use diuretics. They use bulkers. They don't use. Well, even that steroids, even in that steroid in particular, it's they don't use months. the Ken Shamrock. Mm-mm. They don't. I love that you're bringing that back. I forgot <laughs> about it. That's called a callback, Paul. <laughs> Paul's our comedian friend. Um, my poor, other poor, podcast, Poor Sport uh, Report. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, I, I don't think he's using. I don't. I think he kind of. He kind of. I think he probably got into uh, some scraps in in training and stuff like that, and maybe realized that because he has he looked as big to you, he doesn't look as cut up as he initially did Jones? when he was coming back. No, so I thought we were talking. Frank he Mir. still looks no, Jones. Jones looks like he's starting to cut. He's actually starting to cut weight, and he looks like he still looks better than he did, but he's never looked bad. Did you see the interview today on mm-hmm. ESPN? Mm-hmm. You got to watch it. The intro that they do with him is like. John Jones, who's had his several run-ins with the law, who was caught in, on federal charges, and he goes, wow, that's quite the lead-in, or whatever he They says. said that leading up to his interview? Yeah, with him. She what? was there. They were sitting across from each other, and he was like, wow, that's quite the lead-in. She's like, well, I got to report the news, or whatever Is she it says, the same but... chick that was with Weidman and... Uh... I think I'm it's, sorry, the same reporter. No, 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 no. Weidman no. and Rockhold. It was uh, it's the older ESPN like redhead reporter. Okay, because the one was the the one with them was a young African American, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, they uh, different reporter. It's the. Uh, I mean, ESPN's been going in on MMA lately, and especially they're apparently the ones that are going to try to pick it up after, after the Fox, Fox still, but they need to. They're giving it some some shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, they're definitely doing it. Um. Five that I'm really interested in, Whitaker and Natal. Both of these dudes are strikers. Um, Robert Whitaker, I really, really like. He's looked pretty good since the end of The Ultimate Fighter. He was on a pretty good run. I believe he lost either his last fight or the, his second to last fight. Hey, there you go. Esparza's fighting on this card, too. Yeah. So if she gets that W, put her up against Rose. Yeah, I guess it is this card, so it is this week, which would only put them a week, a week difference. Whitaker beat... Uriah Hall beat Brad Tavares, beat Clinton Hester. I mean, he looks good. Robert Whitaker is one of the probably one of the best UFC fighters that is still flying under the radar, and he's flown under the radar since he won the Ultimate Fighter. Same Ultimate Fighter as Norm Park, who just got booted from the UFC. And you just saw live him go on my radar because I don't know any of I, that. I've, I've watched him since uh, or Canada versus Australia or New Zealand versus Australia or whatever it was. He's actually a solid fighter. Um, but no, that's that's the episode for this week. OSP Jones, you think he finishes by submission? Submission. And uh, we'll see with Barbosa. I, I honestly don't think that Brazilians are all using, but I mean, it has been pretty crazy the drop off in competition. RDA seems to be getting better. Since Usada? You haven't seen him fight since Usada. No, his last fight against Pettis was under Usada technically, wasn't it? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. But anyways, I but uh and I don't think Pettis if there are if there is like a stigma for people using just to clear this up before we go. Um if there is a stigma for Brazilians using and stuff like that, I I don't necessarily think that Edson Barbosa falls into that that train of thought or that uh that camp i could be wrong we'll see i think that even on their merits alone pettis has enough tools to beat him like if you look ferguson ferguson beat it up beat uh barbosa up and then ended up getting him in a darsh choke um yeah i think that that uh pettis is a high enough caliber striker he can hang with barbosa they're two very very high level strikers um they can both switch stances and give them different looks i think it's going to be an exciting fight to watch jones wins I hope Pettis wins, and uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this this card. I'm I'm excited for next week to talk to talk about it too. 
It, show, it will show how far Anthony Pettis has fallen if he loses to Barbosa. Barbosa's coming off of back and forth wins and losses. Lost to Michael Johnson, lost to Tony Ferguson. Um, beat Bobby Green, beat Paul Felder, which really none, neither of those really matter. Against top um, top competition, he hasn't done very well. Remember, the guys, we're live here, so they might be going to try and edit it. Remember to uh, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and of course... If you feel so inclined, share with all of your friends. And love us in your heart. And love us in your heart. And we appreciate everything love that you do for us. Mm. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.